Hello and welcome to Knack at Home, the brand new weekly podcast from the Newhampton Arts Centre. We're taking the centre's mix of music, visual art and performance online. We'll be here every week on WCRFM at 6.45 with interviews from artists and Knack residents, boredom breakers, Knack updates and news, plus much more along the way. This week, we'll be talking to Knack's very own resident magician and storyteller, Karina Fenton, aka Sylvia Scepter. Also joining us for the party is Wolverhampton-based artist Ed Isaacs to inspire us with some of his isolation creativity. And to round it off, we'll also be giving you a few Easter craft ideas to keep the kids entertained at home. Next up we have Sylvia Scepter, the dark mistress of magic, member of the Magic Circle and a multi-award winning magician, storyteller and performance artist. Sylvia was conjured in the magical mind of Karina Fenton, a NAC resident who joins us for a chat today. So, Karina, hello. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm oh, fantastic, thank you. Um, good. Just to start off with a, a, a nice quick question, when did you realise you wanted to become a magician? Um, well, I didn't really realise I wanted to be a magician until I kind of found myself doing children's parties, um, which I did when I was studying to be an actor uh, back in the beginning of about 2004 to 2007. So I stopped doing children's parties. Um, and that paid my way through through drama school. Um, and then I got to the point where I thought, well, if I'm going to do some kids magic, I'm going to start learning it really properly. So I started to devote myself to, to studying close up magic. Oh, wow. And then I joined the magic circle in 2008. So it was kind of a gradual thing. I didn't wake up one day and think, oh, I'm yeah. going to be a magician. <laughs> it kind of happened kind of slowly and gradually, like by stealth. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, so what or who are your biggest influences? Well, I'm very fortunate. I've got a couple of really good mentors and they are Jeff McBride, uh, who is a, an amazing illusionist and teacher in Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, and he coaches me and mentors me and also uh, an incredible close up magician in this country called Dave Jones. And um, I meet with him on a regular basis and we work on my card slides and things like that. So really they're the biggest influences in terms of keeping me on track and stimulating creativity so that's yeah um how have you adapted your work for our current situation our our lockdown situation well I don't I haven't because I have no work there's all of my work revolves around meeting people and being in close contact with people either in a theater or in a close-up situation so in terms of adapting work it's far too early to to say because it was just all cancelled so I think I've got my next gig is still in October (laughs) wow okay Uh, and and where's that at uh well that's one of my own shows it's going to be at the Ettington Park Hotel and it's called Mysterious Ettington oh brilliant um yeah and it's um the 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 hotel there is meant to be one of those haunted hotels in Great Britain and they commissioned me to write a show for it last year so we did that last year and it's been rebooked for this year so I've got that to look forward to there's another one a similar one I'm doing called uh, Mysterious Woodlands, which is for the same group of hotels. So, but that's in October as well. So, they're quite far ahead. Yeah, but yeah. In terms of adapting, I have been working on some card effects that don't require any contact from the audience because I think the whole premise of getting somebody to pick a card from your deck of cards, which you've been handling, and then then taking a card and then putting it back goes against kind of what everyone's instinct is to do now yeah definitely definitely <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so what have you got planned for the future 
of uh, of of Sylvia Scepter? Well, it really depends on how things are going to pan out. It will theatres go back to being normal will we still sit in theatres in close proximity with other people it's kind of difficult to say at the moment so i'm kind of keeping going as if it will do but you know how that pans out i'm not i'm not too sure so long-term plans personally i'm also studying for a phd um in performance theatre i hope to start that very soon yeah um and also just carrying on practicing which I, i just love to practice anyway so be doing that but the actual there there are no firm plans right now we live in strange times obviously definitely definitely uh, just yeah. on, just on a little side note have you got any films or book series recommendations for people while they're stuck at home uh yes there's a really good book which is um called uh confessions of a female magician by romany romany um that's a good read it's kind of like chiclet but about magicians um or about a magician and there's also the prestige which is a brilliant film oh that is a great film that's christian bale and um i uh, can't remember you've got huge jackman huge jackman that's the one yeah yeah that's it yeah <laughs> that's really good <laughs> oh brilliant uh, and, yeah. and where can we find you online um i'm online at www.sylviasceptor.com and also my facebook page sylvia scepter Fantastic. And we can find updates on Facebook and your... Absolutely, yeah. All details of my shows and everything are all on there. That's amazing. Thank you so much for your time today, Karina. My pleasure. Love to talk to you. Stay well. You too. Thank you. Bye. Next up, we have an interview with Ed Isaacs. He's a member of the Royal Birmingham Society of Artists, the Wolverhampton Society of Artists, and the Black Country Urban Sketchers. Eddie's still drawing and sketching daily in lockdown, finding inspiration from his own home and garden. And you can view his art using the hashtag USK at home. Ed, how are you doing? You having a good day? Yeah, I'm fine, thanks, Chris, all things considering. Oh, fantastic. Uh, Are you okay? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. I'm just sat in my office, just kind of hovering in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) You're not doing it from home, then? Oh, no, I am from home, which is my my home office. Oh, your home office, okay. (laughs) Right, very sensible, very sensible. definitely. Uh, Could you tell me a little bit about the technical process that you use to achieve such fine detail in your pieces of art? Yeah, sure. Um, Basically, they're just pen and ink drawings, Chris. Um, I'm drawing in my A4 sketchbook, one page a day at least, Um, and I'm using a very fine pen, a 0.05 pen, which is much finer than I normally use. Um, I suppose I ought to explain that that all, all these drawings, which I do one a day, uh, at least one a day, uh, are all from direct observation. They're not from, uh, they're not from photographs. Yeah. Um, and uh, if, if you look on my social media feed, where I post them regularly, uh, they all have a hashtag, USK at home, which means they're part of the urban sketching uh, kind of uh, movement, which is where urban sketchers who can no longer get out and about uh, are doing things, you know, where they can see directly from home. Oh, that's, that's really interesting. Um, yeah. I, I, because uh, having seen some of your uh, art on display at the NAC, uh, I think it was a, yeah. few, a few weeks ago, you had a, an exhibition there? Yeah, yeah, end of last year, actually, yes. Yeah, though, that was it, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. I thought there'd be something a little bit more technical behind it. I mean, some of the pieces are absolutely huge. And so do you, oh, yeah. do, 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 you do all that by hand? 
No, well, the ones the ones you saw in the exhibition at the, at the NAC at the end of last year, they were done in my studio. Right. Uh, I don't do those from direct observation. As you say, they're, they're, they're about, can be, you know, up to a, over a meter wide and, you know, a meter and a half tall. So, um, so uh, they take weeks to do. Yeah. Uh, and no, I do those from, from, from kind of photographs and uh, I kind of mash things together in a sort of kind of slightly surreal way. Uh, the stuff I'm doing at the moment from home um, I, I, I do from direct observation, so I'm just kind of sitting there drawing it. Yeah. Uh, so obviously I can't spend <laughs> more than an hour or so on it. Yeah. Um, I mean, normally I spend about kind of when I do my urban sketching, I maybe do about um, 20 minutes or half an hour for a drawing, um, you know, because I'm sitting out there in the street somewhere. Yeah. But what I've done this time is slowed right down. And uh, I'm spending much more time on these drawings, about, about a couple of hours, two to three hours per drawing. And are you finding it harder to find inspiration for drawing, or is it something that you're Not forcing yourself to no. do? No, I mean, this is the kind of thing about art, really, uh, why people shouldn't get hung up about what you are drawing. Um, I mean, it doesn't really matter what subject you draw. Uh, what matters is the actual process of drawing and creating the artwork and making the marks and kind of using yourself as the kind of conduit between uh, between the outside world and the piece of paper and the rest of the world um, and and the observer, the people who look at your pictures. It's you know it's it's why you know Suzanne kind of paints apples or used to paint apples. I mean it's not about what you draw. It's 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 about how you draw. So the, the difference between working from home and working from a studio, have, have you found that quite easy to maintain? Yeah, I mean, you can draw, I mean, you know, I, I can draw on the street, um, you know, sitting on a park bench or sitting on a bench and just drawing the street scene. I can draw uh, in the garden, I can draw in the kitchen or the utility room, <laughs> and I can draw in the studio. I mean, it's, it, I'm the thing about the studio and why I draw there, uh, produce my artwork, is I can work on a much bigger scale. Yeah. Uh, I'm currently um, doing some very large pastel work, which is, you know, maybe six foot high. So, yeah, I, I can't really work on that scale at home. And, um, and also, you know, a studio is a, is a good working environment, really. So long as you've got a pen, so long as you've got some paper, so long as you've got, you know, maybe a box of watercolours, you can, you, can, you can work at, you know, an artist can work anywhere. Yeah, you don't find um, more distraction working from home. Um, well, I think... <laughs> so I know what yes, I, know what I do. Yeah. The TV is very inviting for me. <laughs> yeah, well, I, yes, I, I kind of... Yes, I'm you know, mow the lawn, for goodness sake. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I mean, the thing about... And the reason I slowed down is I don't know about... Well, you're, you're still at work, Chris, doing this amazing, you know, important kind of stuff, community radio, it's just great. Uh, my, my diary is completely empty now. Fair amount of time on my hands if it wasn't for this, and I'm, I'm therefore, um, you know, making the most of it, which is why I say I've slowed right down. I, you know, whereas yeah. before I might take 20 to 30 minutes doing a drawing, this time I'm kind of two to three hours. And it's and 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 you really do when you're kind of working from direct observation, you see things and you gaze at things with, a, with intensity, which you don't do uh, when you're working for photographs or doing quick sketches. It's, mm. it's, it's quite a different sort of kind of um, technique and quite a different sort of process you're going through. Um, on, a, on a slightly separate note, uh, as, as mm. a key member of groups like the uh, Wolverhampton Society of Artists, mm. 
Uh, are you guys still keeping in touch with each other? Are you still collaborating um, in any way? Yeah, not 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 so much. Uh, I'm not sure necessarily what's going on there. I'm not. I am a member, but I wouldn't necessarily call myself a team member. But I am a member, probably more through. There's an organisation called the Royal Birmingham Society of Artists. I don't know if you've heard of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, we have a gallery on on St Paul's Square, which is obviously sadly now closed because of the current lockdown. Um, they're setting up a virtual exhibition, which is really good of members' work, um, and that will be happening in a, in a few weeks' time. Um, so instead of stuff, you know, hanging stuff in the gallery, there'll be stuff um, online. Yeah, um, which is you know a really good idea. So w- where can we find your uh, your your work online? Well, I mean, mostly two things. People can find my work on Twitter. Is that just um, uh, at, is that at uh, Ed Isaac? Uh, at Isaac's Ed, okay. Or on or my my um, artist Facebook page, which is Ed Isaac's Artist and Illustrator. Oh, fantastic. Well, I, I really appreciate your time today, Ed. That's been it's absolutely okay, fantastic. And uh, we will hear from you soon, I hope. Yeah, that's good. And uh, I wish you well. And finally tonight, guys, I just wanted to mention a couple of activities that we can do from home. Our friends at Little Angel Theatre have just released a host of video stories and activity guides to keep children, parents, carers, everyone entertained while all the schools are closed. The theatre group dazzled NAC audiences last April with Wow It's Night Time and they're now releasing daily stories told to camera by one of their performers. Each story will also include guides on how to use that story for even more activities at home. All of the activity guides will use simple, easy to find materials that you can find around the house and they're aimed at children between 3 and 11. There'll be a new guide on the Little Angel website every day, so make sure you bookmark their website to find more activity guides and stories. Their website is www.littleangeltheatre.com. We would love to see some homemade rainbow pictures and designs, so if you have some to share, head over to our Facebook page and share them with us. Use the hashtag home. You'll also find some ideas on how to make some slightly different rainbow designs, which will be pinned to the top of our page. So, thank you for tuning in and joining us for Knack at Home. We hope you've enjoyed listening. Hopefully you'll come away feeling a little bit inspired and a little bit more connected to everyone. Feel free to share your ideas and thoughts with us using, again, that hashtag, Knack at Home. Once again, thanks for listening. And remember, stay home, stay safe, stay healthy. Your station for your city. 101.8 WCRFM.